1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Philopoulos.
0: Browns and Ravens. This is such a big game for Deshaun Watson. Do you believe in him at all?
1: No. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) No, I don't. Uh, and it's not just because your boss believes in this podcast so much to air it at eleven p.m. Eastern on Friday nights. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to us live on the radio right now, subscribe, rate, review. It's first in pod. One ST ampersand pod every game, every team, every week. Um I I think if Deshaun Watson was the Deshaun Watson that I thought he was coming out of Clemson and that he was a couple years into the league with Bill O'Brien that the Browns would, and I mean, listen, they'd be in the playoffs if the season ended right now, but they'd be a very dangerous team, but he has shown no ability to produce with any degree of consistency. And when they have scored, it has often seemed like it has been either in spite of him or on accident. Mm -hmm. Like Deshaun, like if you, if you just could, could you put together a 90 second highlight reel? of Deshaun Watson plays this year where it feels like he is the top 10 quarterback in the league doing anything special. I don't think you could. I don't think so. And it almost feels to me
0: like I almost feel, it almost feels to me like NFL media just wants to pretend like the guy doesn't exist. You know, they certainly
1: don't treat him as a fallen star anymore. Yeah. Like it it feels like if you talk about just the football side of it, you're, like, ignoring the misconduct no, but, story. Right. But.
0: but, I mean, think of, like, Nick's show. Think about, like, First Things First, for example. If it's like Dak Prescott or Cam Newton back when he was playing going through struggles like this, it's an A1 or A or A2 story. It's, like, one of the leading things in the NFL every week. And it's almost like because this guy's so radioactive for something that he might have done, it's just well, like. No, then he did do. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't convicted in
1: criminal. No, 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 no. no. Okay, crime. sure. I don't. I listen. I'm not. I don't know that anything rose to the standard necessarily of criminality, but the the, the sheer volume right. of accusations. Sure, but I, he he is a serial predator of sorts. Short.
0: Yeah, and I just think like. It's, it's, it's beneficial or good for everybody if he's just like, keep them off to the side. The Browns, other than the Steelers Monday night game and the 49ers game that was turned into a bigger deal because San Francisco was so good. It's like Browns games have been buried all year. And I think they're hoping that the Ravens crush them again on Sunday, the NFL, that is.
1: That's a great theory. Uh, and I think you're. I think you're probably spot on about it. And even if they don't, like if they win an ugly game because of their defense, they probably still just keep it moving. But which, if I throws, it, which I think, which I think he is, has like three touchdowns and three hundred yards. Though I think that's when it gets a little messy for uh, them.
0: Texans and Bengals, another betting one. I was in Love a it. betting mood, I guess, for this podcast. You mean it was the day that ends in Y? Go ahead. C.J. Stroud is ninety to one. To win the MVP. Isn't
1: that a live bet. Right now. Okay. So I loved the thought. Because this is the question that you wrote down. That made me like. Pause for a minute. Because the number. Suggests yes. But. But. The. The number of. Stud quarterbacks. That he would need to jump just strikes me as so unlikely, especially when there is an Offensive Rookie of the Year award sitting right there. I mean, the four guys at the top are Burrow, Lamar, uh, Mahomes, Tua. Like, I just – he's jumping all of those guys. Okay, let me ask you this
0: question, though. Of those four guys that you just named, how many of those quarterbacks are having a better season than Stroud? Right now, halfway through the season, how many Mahomes? No, I don't think so. I think Lamar is, and that's it. You think Mahomes has had a better season? Stroud's I... 14 touchdowns to one pick, dude. <laughs> that's pretty ridiculous. Come on, man. And look who he's throwing the ball to. He doesn't have Travis Kelsey, he's got Nico Collins and no run game. And they've had backup offensive linemen the entire year.
1: What are we talking about? Like, well, so what numbers would he need to finish with to actually win this thing? If the Texans make the playoffs and he throws for 30 touchdown passes or thereabouts, That's I think he's, not enough. what 30 touchdown passes. I mean, Lamar did it with 36. Yeah. Uh, Hertz was what? 22 passing 13 rushing. So yeah. So I'm 35 maybe which I guess is in play. Come on. Man, they could win this game with T Higgins out on Sunday. I mean,
0: that 90 to 1 could go to You want to talk about the Bills odds dropping? If they win this game, that 90 to 1's going to be about 30 to 1 Monday morning.
1: So you think it should be so you think the actual odds right now should be he should be the second favorite for him. Because, like, like, Burrow, to me, has displayed his no, value. because I think
0: there's regression potential there because he's a rookie. But I think he should be much better than
1: 90 to 1. Right. but like, Okay, but, like, Burrow was not healthy. Then he becomes healthy, and they look like a, a dominant team again. So, like, is it going to be a statistical thing for him? Or if they rattle off and win 12 games, but they were shaky at the beginning, people would be like, oh, look at what Burrow did. Yeah, and I don't then- think that would be enough for him to win the MVP
0: necessarily. I would look at what Stroud did. as more impressive.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I think there's just another award sitting right there for him, but I mean, you've convinced me to you. I'll probably have a 90 to one. bet. It's a fun bet to get on board with, isn't it? It is a fun bet. It is a fun, it is a fun bet. And just again, think about what he looks like compared to the guy we watched tonight in Bryce young. It's just, it's, I I just could not imagine. All right. Ask me the next one. All right, I'm on it. Hold on a second. I got to pull it up. Uh, Packers and Steelers. Oh, this is your game. Is George Pickens the newest, latest, greatest Steelers problem wide receiver? It sure feels like it. And we kind of
0: addressed it on the last podcast because it was immediately after uh, the Steelers-Titans Thursday night game. But then things got worse with uh, Instagram posts that free me, deleted all Steelers, follows Steelers account Steelers teammates to that whole deal. Um, You know, Tomlin did his whole thing where he got up there and tried to downplay the whole thing, but look, what do wide receivers want? They want numbers and they want their money. And this guy's a second round pick in his second year. So he hasn't made money yet and he doesn't have numbers. So you're damn right. He's pissed off. And. I don't really see it changing dramatically just based on how the offense is set up. Uh, Right now, I would say that he's probably 50-50 to demand a trade when the season ends. That's kind of how I look at it.
1: Has anyone pointed out that if he just gets his foot down, he has a touchdown in the last game? Yes.
0: Yeah. Not really a great day to say free me when a high school wide receiver probably could have made the play that he didn't make in that game.
1: And listen, I, I get your receiver. You want to get paid. Your numbers are tied to your quarterback and your quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett. And a popular radio host said that he was Joe Montana and Joe Burrow. And he's not. So I understand why he would be frustrated and feel misled. Um, and I thought it was insane that the bears passed on Pickens for Brisker. So every time he makes a bad headline, I get filled in my mentions with people saying, "Oh, where are you at on George Pickens now?" So I want to ask you, if George Pickens was on the Chiefs or the Bengals, oh. or it, it, do you believe him to be a great
0: talent? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. think he's a great talent. I mean, I still think he'd be. I think he'd have to manage
1: the personality, but but you, but you believe him to be? You believe him to be like? He is much better as a wide receiver than Pickett is as a quarterback. He is an excellent talent relative to his position because there's been like some of the advanced numbers sure. stuff he said. He's not good at separation. He's good at catch radius. He's good. Well, at They said the same catches. things about DeAndre Hopkins. He's been okay, right? So, that, I mean, so that, but that's what I'm asking. Like that's that's what you think he is. You yeah. think he is? I mean, a, go back
0: and watch the slant that he took seventy plus yards against the Browns. I saw in that it Monday night game. I think he can get separation. Okay, okay. I think it's more about the way he's been utilized here
1: all All right saints
0: and and vikings is kevin o'connell a top 10 coach he's right there man i know dude i think he's actually very underrated and here's one of the things i'll say to defend that you know outside of pittsburgh one of the things that people love about mike tomlin is oh man look at all these games he wins close look at the way the steelers just they get out gained in every game and they find a way to win I somehow feel like last year, O'Connell didn't really get as much credit as he probably should have for winning all those one-score games and getting to 13 wins, even though we all correctly pointed out that it was smoke and mirrors. He took what was probably an eight-win team and got them to 13. Isn't that what coaching is all about? I mean, he took a team on paper that was average,
1: and they produced a great record. And – He's gonna... Yeah. Yes. My, my only issue with it is we both said after the Cousins injury that they should have traded to Neil Hunter and done everything they could in that like 36 hour period of time yeah. to punt on the season. But if he's like Mike Vrabel, where he's just going to always have his team overachieve and produce or whatever, well, then there's no way for them to get that bad to really get into the top five with your pick and Jefferson coming back and all of that. So uh, that was a misread by us around the trade deadline. And obviously what Dobbs did is ridiculous. But but yeah, he he seems to be building the case of the overachiever, which is other than quarterback maximizer, it's pretty much the best thing you could be as an NFL head coach.